Welcome to Ambitious Hippies, a place where you are free to be who you are and live life on your own terms. I'm your host, Courtney Vi Weaver, an entrepreneur and self-proclaimed ambitious hippie obsessed with healing, growth, and deepening my connection to self, my purpose, and the collective. On Ambitious Hippies, we share personal stories, life lessons, lots of laughter, daily practices, and insights on building wealth and soul health, and also connect with other human beings doing the exact same thing. My hope is that you write your own rules of life and truly live them. So let's get into it, shall we? One of my favorite healing tools that I actually forgot about, but I've recently picked back up, is what we're going to be talking about today. Welcome to Ambitious Hippies. I am your host, Courtney Vi Weaver. Today, we're going to be talking about journaling, baby. Yeah, we're going to be talking about journaling. Let's get excited. So it's been said, I don't know where it's been said, but I've read it before on the internet, so it must be true. Um, And I feel this in my bones that you don't meet the highest version of yourself in heaven. You actually meet her in hell. (laughs) Lucky me. But in this process, wherever I am at right now in my healing journey, just being a human, just being a, a millennial woman at this time trying to navigate life, I will take every healing tool you can offer me. And this is one I forgot about because I started it in my 20s and then I would kind of dabble in it a little bit, but I never really knew like, what are the rules? What am I supposed to be doing here? How do I even start? Like I would sit down to a piece of paper and I'm like, oh gosh, this is sad. Like everything that I'm writing is like, oh, it's pretty heavy. But I didn't realize that looking back, that is part of the healing process and something that as I'm navigating my own healing journey right now that I brought back to life and has been really invigorating and allowed me to release. So I'm going to gift what I have been doing myself to you. And I'm going to share how I do it. And then I want you to adopt and create your own method if you feel inclined to do so. So when you're talking about journaling, there's a lot of like, how do I do it? What does it look like? And I'm going to get into my prompts. And when I was thinking about this, my brain naturally is wired as like the question master. So take the fact that I was an English lit major off the table, because when you say like, yes, my degree is in English literature, people assume that I'm wearing like a sweater vest and I'm smoking tobacco out of a pipe and I have like cool glasses on. I'm not that cool. I just really like to ask a lot of questions. (laughs) Let's relate it more to, I actually had to Google this. This is so embarrassing. So There was a game that we played when we were teenagers. We were not of age. Sorry, mom. And it was a drinking game. And it was called Circle of Death. But it was also called Waterfalls. It's universal. I was laying in bed last night telling Michael, this is the episode that I'm going to be talking about today. And I'm like, do you remember Waterfalls? And he's like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah. But is it called Circle of Death or Waterfalls? And he's like, I don't know. Like, oh my gosh, it's been so long. We don't even know what the drinking game is called anymore. But essentially, here's the rules of the game. You put all these cards out. You put a really crappy drink in the center. And then you draw these cards and they they give you prompts on what to do. Well, one of the cards in there is the queen. And she is the question master. And that was my favorite card to draw. Okay. I loved to draw that card, number one, because I got to bypass any drinking, which was slippery slope. But number two, 
The whole goal of the game was to get somebody to answer your question. And I am like, give me that spotlight. I'm going to ask you all the questions because I'm not asking superficial questions, which is what is normally asked in this game. I'm not asking like, hey, can you pass me that drink? I'm asking really deep questions that you forget that that's even a question. And that is what I want you to get in the mindset of, of a teenage drinking game jokes, or maybe not. I want you to get in that headspace though of asking the meaning for everything. Like, what do you mean when you say that? Why is that the way it is? Can you elaborate? How would you define that? Okay. I want you to start poking at it like it's you're making holes to make it look like Swiss cheese. That is what journaling has been like for me. So I want to give you some prompts because I feel like anytime there's a prompt is when magic really happens. Okay. Are we ready? Prompts. I want you to think about an emotion or something that you aspire towards. Maybe it's a new house. Maybe it's a certain amount of money in your bank account. Maybe it's a goal at work. Maybe it's a personal goal. Maybe it's a health goal. I want you to think about that goal, okay? And I want you to start writing down how will it feel when you get there? How will you know that you have arrived? What does that look like? That's my favorite question. What does that look like? So if you say, I want to have X amount of money in my bank account, how will that feel? What will that be able to do for you? What does that look like? What do you mean? Like start pulling that apart and an easy way to drop down into that because you're like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. But where do I start? Start with your five senses. Close your eyes and really start thinking about what is that amount of money? How does that change my surroundings? I want you to start daydreaming. That's what journaling is for me. It allows me to get really creative and just unleash what's in my heart because so much of my day is spent in my head. I'm trying to make logical decisions. I'm trying to move things forward. I'm trying to figure things out. This is more, how does it feel? How will I know? How will I know when I get there? So many people say, you know, I just want to be successful. My number one question when somebody says, I just want to be successful. I always ask, what does that look like? What does that look like? How will you know when you've arrived there? Because we all define things differently and we only have a certain amount of words and how you define something is what gives it meaning. So if you're talking about success or let's use an emotion, joy, what does joy look like for you? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? What is the emotion of joy? It's an easy way to start really diving into the journaling. If you don't know the emotional scale, again, I'm going to bring this back up. Talked about it last week. Big fan. I like to focus on the top emotions and really describing those. So joy, appreciation, empowerment, freedom, love, passion, enthusiasm, eagerness, happiness, positive expectation, belief, optimism, hopefulness, contentment, and then you go down to the lower vibration. Again, this is Abraham Hicks's emotional guidance scale. You can look it up on the interwebs. Start describing what those feelings are to you. That's an easy journal prompt. Now, if you're in the valley like I was, I was in the valley. Like I was at grief, despair, insecurity, rage, anger. I was in some low emotions. 
I was writing what it felt like. What does it feel like? I had to acknowledge it. I had to feel it. And then I wrote, how will I know when I'm no longer here? Because so many times we hang out, especially in those lower emotions of like jealousy or envy or that lack of feeling like you're not enough or you're never going to get there. We hang out there. We set up camp. We decide this is where we're going to live. Yep, this is it. And we don't ever pose the question of what, what if I get out of here? What will it feel like to leave? And how will I know when I'm no longer in this emotion? I think it's huge to define things. I think it's huge to really take a magnifying glass and really look at what are emotions? What are experiences? How do I define things? What do I want out of life? Because when you have a clear description on what, you're, what you want your life to look like, your body will recognize when you're there. It's almost like that deja vu feeling. I don't know if you've ever felt that where you go somewhere, you see something, you feel something, and you're like, oh, this feels like my childhood. Childhood isn't actually a feeling, but it's joy and it's happiness and it's excitement. There's elements there that you can, you can define it. You can define what it is. It's childhood. It's joy. It's happiness. So journal prompts. You don't have to be perfect. I want you to pretend like you are that teenage girl in a drinking game asking, why? What do you mean? What does it look like? How do we do this? How would you define this? How will I know when I get there? Just start writing. The biggest thing about journaling that I found when I was getting back into it last week, I didn't know what to say in the beginning. I just started writing. And so I started writing. This feels really silly. I have no idea where to start. I can't believe this. My emotions are all over the place. I don't even know how to define them. But the longer I stayed with it, the more I gave myself permission to actually write from my heart and not worry about if anyone would ever read it. Because who cares if anyone ever reads it? As long as it serves you and helps you heal in the process. So regardless of if you are crushing it, you're magnifying life, you are taking over, you're feeling great. If you already have that emotion, that's awesome. Write it down. Really like soak that in, soak in that feeling so you know when you're in that emotion in the future. If you're in the valley, my friend, I understand you can write about that too and how you get out of the valley. So thank you so much for always letting me share my heart. I truly cannot even begin to describe how much I love you and I love doing this and I love being able to share my soul and I hope that my story at some point resonates with you and you understand and you know in your heart of hearts that you are not alone. I am here. I love you and I am cheering you on. Thank you so much. If you love this episode, do me a favor. Give me a five-star rating and review. It would mean the world to me. And do me a favor and tag us on social media so I know that you're watching. If you have any questions, please shoot me a message. Again, I love doing this as a way to be able to just remind you that you're not alone, that we're doing this together, that we're figuring this out together, that we're healing together. And I'm going to keep bringing all of my tools that come up to heal along the way. And I hope that you enjoy. All right. Stay wild, friends. Thank you for listening to this episode of Ambitious Hippies. If you love the podcast, do us a favor and leave us a rating and review. And if you're on social media, tag us in your stories or use the hashtag ambitious hippies. I appreciate you spending your time with me. You truly are magical. And I thank you again for being a part of this amazing community.